Baker Puffed Wheat Sparkies bring you... Sparkies bring you Terry and the Pirates. Today is Friday the 13th, but don't you ever believe that it means bad luck. No such thing. This is just a Friday like any other Friday, only better, because there's only one more Friday before Christmas. Think of that. Yep. And I wonder what Terry and Pat and their friends think on this Friday, way out there in the Chinese mountains, hemmed in by snow and many miles from Chongqing or Hong Kong. What sort of a Christmas will they have? Well, it's still too early to find out. So stand by for news of the day. Oh, uh, here comes Baker with a bang, bang. Run it up the bang, bang. Wake up, up, we sparkies. The wee got fun gun. The family's favorite breakfast. The wee got fun gun. Wake up, up, we sparkies. Have vitamins to fill. These steps to wake the pet. And boy, the taste is well. Here comes Baker with a bang, bang. Run it up the bang, bang. Hi, gang. Say, have you got your uh, wits about you today? Then tell me, what should be looked into? You got it? Why, a mirror. Of course. That gag should be looked into, too. And say, gang, confidentially, you didn't break any mirrors today, did you? Or walk under any ladders or have any black cats cross your path? Well, I hope not. Man alive, do you know what day this is? It's Friday the 13th. That's what, that's what I said before. Well, sir, a lot of people kind of figure Friday the 13th is a pretty unlucky day. But believe you me, it can be a mighty lucky day for the person who decides right here and now to get the breakfast shot from guns. Shot from guns. The first chance he gets, that's right, gang, that's a bowl of Quaker puff wheat or puff rice parkies with milk and sugar and topped with fruit. Good? Why, Quaker puff wheat and puff rice parkies are the famous breakfast grains shot from guns. They're tender, crisp, and packed with flavor. They're good for you, too. Furnish restored natural grain amounts of vitamin B1, niacin, and iron. You ask Mother to put both kinds on her shopping list tonight, will you? That's Quaker Puff Wheat Parkies and Quaker Puff Rice Parkies. But remember, they come only in the big Quaker packages that are red and blue. They're the breakfast treat for you. Everything is connected in some way with something else. Air is tied up with water, water with land, land with animals, animals with people people with water, air, and so on. It's the same with a mystery, such as the one our friends have just run across. See, Terry, if you look back, you'll see that this isn't a new mystery, but part of an old mystery. We just happened to get tangled up in it. First, we ran across Sainsbury and his yacht, and that led to our getting into the search for and finding Dr. John Quill. Because of Quill, we learned that you had a half-sister, and so we find her. Way out here in this mountain village is he shot. Yeah, and she has Dr. Quill's briefcase with, with papers in it that show he was anxious to find a man named Hirachi somewhere in China, a man who never sleeps. And for the answer to why Doc Quill wants to find the fella, well, we'll have to go back and ask Quill himself. <laughs> right. And so, you see, we travel in a great big circle and everything links up. But unless we find a way to get out of this snowbound place, the chain will be broken. And so on this cold, clear Friday the 13th, Pat, 
Terry and her friends assembled in the cabin of Ginger Lee, the newfound sister of Terry. It was quite a crowd. Cliff Fortune, his Scotch companion, Teddy Bone. There was Connie, Hotshot Charlie, a little later. Oh, okay, gang, again, uh, can I have your attention? Well, I guess there's no need to explain anything. Now, uh, this village of Sichang is anywhere from 50 to 80 miles from Chongqing. I mean, I, I think I know most of you pretty well, but I've never asked if any one of you can use snowshoes or if you can travel on skis. Mr. Ryan, you're looking at the best skier who ever fell head over appetite down the New England hills. Oh, you sure, Charlie? Me? <laughs> I could ski before I could walk. Yeah, and I couldn't walk after I went skiing either. Say, <laughs> what's up? Maybe I should have asked that first. <laughs> well, Miss Lee, uh, excuse me, uh, Ginger will explain. Uh, go ahead, Ginger. All right, Mr. Ryan. As you know, there's been a heavy snowfall, but now the weather's clear. I can't predict what the next 48 hours will bring, but the natives tell me we'll have clear and cold weather today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How long will it take to get to Chongqing on foot, Ginger? Well, it isn't exactly on foot, Terry. You see, with skis and snowshoes... Say, is that the gimmick? Is that the idea, skiing to Chongqing? Well, I know the trails very well, but it isn't wise to go alone. You know, if anything should happen... Like uh, getting caught by the lolos? No, no, there's no more no more danger of that, Mr. Hotshot. But the trip is dangerous for one person. A sudden fall and... <laughs> That's well, really in case of it. delay, two people are better than one. So, Charlie, do uh, you think you can still manage a pair of skis? Well, I used to burn up the snow outside Boston. That's how I got in the flying game. But uh, enough of my lured past. Sure, sure, I'll take a hack at it. Chongqing, you say? Oh, when do we shove off? We can leave almost immediately. We may not get to Chongqing by nightfall, but I know of a Chinese family hidden away in a the valley. They'll take us in for the night. Good. So this is our first attempt to reach Chongqing and try to get out of this mountain country, huh? Mr. Ryan, mm-hmm. when Ginger and Charlie get there, then what? Well, at least they'll let folks know we're alive and well. But, uh, how uh, will that get us out of Sichuan? Oh, I figure it this way, Mr. Lader. There's a spot just below here where a plane can land. Yeah, but with all the snow... I see what the gal's driving at. The release plane lands on skis. Sure. Oh, why didn't my big brain think of that? The plane sets down... Boom. Takes off across the snow. Yes, that's right, Mr. Corkin. Almost every flyer knows where Sichang is, at least on a map. Then you ought to get busy and lay out some markers for whoever comes back here. Right. We can all get busy and shovel out some marks on the landing spot. Or tramp the snow down so it can be seen from the air. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Better tell Ginger and Charlie what the marks will be. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can fly the crate back here. I'll try and arrange to drop a portable radio transmitter so I can talk to civilization. Like you say, it's only 80 miles. Are you all ready, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, just taking a few practice spills. <laughs> I'll get on to it again, Ginger. It's like riding a bicycle. Once you learn, you never forget. Now then, Mr. Ryan. Yeah? I've told the villagers where I'm going and why. They'll understand and they'll continue to mind their own business. I don't know how long it'll be before a plane comes over. Maybe in another day, maybe later, but we'll do what we can. We watch Ginger and Charlie glide down the long hill and become tiny moving specks on the vast carpet of white. The air was cold and dry, the snow firm and crisp. And we, all of us, trapped down into the small valley to mark the landing strip. I'll tell you one thing, Patsy. Yeah? Yeah, the ship that sets down here will be a single motor, Jabbo. It'll have to be. <laughs> hey, look how short a runway it'll have. And that much room I need to start. Uh-huh. But I suppose Charlie knows all that. Huh? Yeah. Now yeah, we both look at this spot. It'll be a small plane on skis, and that means that only one of us leaves this for second place at a time. Yeah. As, um, now let's see. You and Terry and a later. That's three. Connie, Pettibone, and me. Six. That means six round six. Well, if it's 80 miles one way, that's, um, 160 miles times six. Hey, that's almost a thousand miles of flying. Oh, well, 
What's the odds so long as we get home by Christmas? And that's a week off. So, leave us, get this. Charlie. Charlie, Elena, I, I never walked so much in the snow before. Yeah, lots of walking and getting nowhere. I, I gotta stop a minute. Uh, well, do you, do you think the mark is big enough? Well, I can't see it from the air, Terry, but it looks like an arrow. Yeah, I think a pilot could spot it if he wasn't flying too high. Hey, Flip, how does it look? Flip's okay. Little crooked. But it looks like it out. Okay. Gee, maybe we will get out of here before Christmas. Yes, I was thinking about that, too. But if anybody wanted a real Christmas postcard, this would be the place to take a picture. Well, I'll take my Christmas picture indoors at a table with some food. <laughs> I have had enough snow to last me for a long time. Golly, I, I wonder where Charlie and Ginger are about now. They have been gone about uh, three hours. Well, I bet they don't reach Jung King today. I don't see how they could. Well, all we can do is wait. Uh, I'm going back to the cabin, Terry. I'm cold. Yeah, yeah, so am I. Guess we made a big enough arrow on the snow. Hey, Pat. All right to knock off work? Sure, okay. Go inside and get warm. I'll be right with you. All right. Come on, Tommy. Terry. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, what's all this about a man who never sleeps? I heard Mr. Ryan talk to you about it, and... I didn't want to butt in. Well, it's kind of a mystery, Elena. It's something Dr. Quill never even mentioned to us. He, he kept it to himself. Hmm. Well, our first job is to get away from here, I suppose. Uh-huh. You see, all the notes and papers in Dr. Quill's briefcase had something to do with a man named Irachi. A man who never sleeps. Hmm? I know it's crazy to say that, but that's the idea. Well, Doc Quill had a, an insane desire to find this man. He's, he's in China someplace. Maybe when we meet Quill again, we can ask him to give us the answer. Mm -hmm. But, as you say, let's get out of here and let's hope Ginger and Charlie reach Chung King safely. Yeah, yeah, I see you. But I'm no gazelle on these foul stays. Brother, why'd they open my big mouth? It's been ten years since I've been on a scheme. Well, <clears throat> on your feet, old man. Okay, here I come. I hope. one piece. Oh. I hope these skis are. Boy, sliding around the country on a couple of boards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm getting awful tired of running into bushes and trees when I want to stop. Why don't they invent air brakes for these, <laughs> these bed stops? Yeah, go ahead and laugh. I guess I bit off more snow than I could chew, Ginger, but we'll make it. We'll reach some care if it takes four weeks. Guess it will be at the rate I'm going. Crash landing every month. <laughs> I've stopped that way, too. <laughs> well, there's laughs and spills and ever-present danger of freezing and delay. And there's still the unanswered mystery about the man who never sleeps. And as we said in the beginning, everything is connected in some way with something else. So stand by! 
Squake, a puffweed barky, the wee bear got from gun. Here comes Squake with a bang bang. Gang, what do you do when you get to the bottom of a package of Quaker puff wheat or puffed rice barkies? Well, if you ask me, you'll want more. Yes, indeed you will. These delicious ready-to-eat breakfast grains shot from guns are a taste treat you'll want to repeat. They've a tempting come-again flavor, a comeback for more crispness. Two reasons, two mighty good reasons why today more people than ever before are enjoying the breakfast shot from guns. Now, how about you? Don't be missing out this weekend. Check now. If your supply is running low, you had better order more. Just be sure the famous Quaker Man is on each big red and blue package. That means it's the original, the one and only Quaker Puff Wheat and Puff Rice Party. Terry and the Pirates is dramatized for radio by Albert Barker, who says, You'll be anxious to find out if there is such a man, a man who never sleeps, and why and how does he connect up with Dr. Quill. But first of all, you'll want to see for yourself how a valiant attempt is made to rescue our friends from the mountain snow village. All this comes about starting next Monday. Same time, same station. Harry and the Pirates is directed by Wiley Adams. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.